Just ahead of the pandemic, a new center for older adults opened at Lowry. Senior Planet Center has the principal purpose to engage older adults across Colorado with technology use and training, as well as assisting seniors to access key areas of information they need to better navigate their later years. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. Just six months after opening, the COVID-19 pandemic forced the senior planet to shut down. Now they have reopened at that same location right next door to the Wings Over the Rockies Museum. And during the pandemic, they established a new ownership partnership with AARP. Similar to before the pandemic, Senior Planet continues to be led by founder and executive director of OATS, the Older Adult Technology Services, Dr. Thomas Camber. Are we seeing that older adults, more mature adults, are, are embracing technology more, or are we still using it as a tool instead of the center of our lives the way the millennials do? Oh, that's a that's a tough a tough setup on the on the question because in some ways, um, a lot of older people really are uh, getting comfortable with technology. They're they're using it for you know everything from banking to get, setting up health appointments to researching information and often just for the fun factor of entertainment and and checking out new things. Um, and in some ways, I think the the user patterns aren't all that different from what young people are doing today. But there's a couple of caveats there. One is. There's still a particular uh, group of older people, about 20 to 25 percent, that are using almost no technology. There are people in their 70s and 80s and 90s and even younger uh, as well who are not online at home, who may not be using a smartphone. Um, they're tech resistant. And for some people, that's a considered decision that they don't want to um, have all the invasion of privacy and things that they associate with technology. Uh, and that can be the right choice for people if they're being uh, thoughtful about it. But for others, they just haven't really had good experiences learning or they haven't had uh, the opportunity to put together some of the uh, the dollar figures about what the advantage in terms of adopting broadband might be for them uh, in terms of other kinds of savings and stuff like that. So one issue here for us is we have to bring older adults online who want to be and help get people um, over that threshold. And then the other end of the equation is you have these folks that really are almost like digital natives, people that use technology as its second nature. Uh, they don't even think about it as technology. It's just an, ex- it's an extension of their body or mind, and they're accomplishing amazing things that were not available uh, when they were younger, but they can do today. But do we have some older adults who... Uh a lot of boomers learn to go outside to play. And a lot of millennials, we put our kids in front of TV and Pac-Man and Pong and stuff like 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 that. But you see boomers still using technology as still more of a tool or something, you know, like you said, to access the kids, maybe to look up some information, but not necessarily to build your whole life around and to 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 use it as such and maybe it's just two different utilizations that'll never come together as everybody has adopted it i think in in some ways um there's a, a period here where the the boomer generation or the the group that is still considered digital immigrants i'm probably i'm gen x uh, which means I grew up and technology, ICT technology, inter- information communications technology, became really prevalent when I was in high school. And this, our generations are going to be the last ones that remember a time when everything was analog. And interestingly, I think that's an asset when we think about f- shaping the future of the digital world because young people 
um, are gr- they're struggling with technology. I have a 21-year-old daughter that had to turn off her Instagram uh, because it was making her depressed to see the pictures of all these beautiful women and beautiful people out there. The reality is Instagram has a lot of people that are either taking a picture in their best day with their best lighting and their best clothes, which is not how we normally live our lives, or they're using filters or airbrushing and they're creating these unrealistic images of what people uh, can be like. And so young people in some ways that the digital immersion that's happened with the younger generation is can be a detriment and can be a struggle uh, for people to have to learn how to think outside the digital box. And it's interesting, the innovative thinking in this context is the non-technology thinking, the let's go out and throw a ball around or let's um, make up a, a play and write parts for it and act it out with the family this weekend. The things that people used to do when they had to come up with their own self-resources to um, engage themselves and solve problems today are uh, that repository of that knowledge and that attitude is ex- exclusive to the older generation. And so older people today can shape, I think what the younger population is trying to figure out what to do with that, the kind of downside of technology or the omnipresence of it. Sometimes it's really a burden. And I think that that intergenerational exchange is something that over the next 10 or 15 years, uh, if older people can carry that conversation, we might be able to help solve some of the problems that are emerging. You think some of the older uh, generation, some of some of the boomers again, because the boom, the leading edge of the boomers is the older yeah. generation now. Then the, the the big the big part of it is still yet to come. But will they probably tend to utilize technology more for the ones who have a little money to want to move their stocks around, look at their four hundred one ks, and then the other ones who maybe can't get to the doctor as much as they want but they'll start doing more health stuff online too. And they're not going to call it adopting, but they're going to call it, I need this tool to get what I need. Yeah, the, the boomers, the great thing about the boomers is they've always shaped the world to their own ideals, right? I mean, that's been uh, for good and bad, but mostly for good, I think. I mean, I, I grew up in the generation following the boomers and uh, they trailblazed a lot of things. They were, you know, they were very active in saying, let's make something the way we want it to look and, and let's not be shy about it or, or quiet when things aren't, aren't working properly. And I think the uh, technology is going to factor in uh, and this new generation is going to want more telemedicine. They're going to want more conveniences online. And they may not think about them as digital, you know, uh, efforts particularly. They're just thinking about it as, I'd like to be able to sign up for my virus appointment, my vaccine appointment, or I'd like to be able to get an educational program that's high quality. And they're going to expect it to happen. And if it doesn't, you're going to hear about it. Um, so there's a kind of... Uh, like a world-shaping dynamic to the, this group of boomers that now really have adopted technology and become comfortable with it, uh, I think they're going to deploy it for some lifestyle advancements that are um, going to be very meaningful for a lot of people. I think one of the things you could probably say gives you an indicator, the VA uses uh, uh, My Healthy Vet. And they push a lot of the veterans there to set appointments, to order their prescriptions, to do all kinds of things. And then you're talking about a range of guys still left over from the Korean War to Vietnam who are utilizing it. But you ask them, ah, you're using technology? They say, no, I'm just using the computer to set an appointment. Right. And, and people have a – it's become almost natural that you don't even think about it as technology when that's happening. So I think – I think that's right. You're going to find institutions like the VA out there that are that are picking up the, you know, the the uh, the charge here a little bit and, and and working moving forward with it. And I think also people are, um, in some ways, these technology assets and resources are giving people incredible opportunities to live better. 
you know, uh, the telemedicine piece of the equation, for example, if you can't get to a doctor as regularly, I, you know, I had a, an MRI recently and I'm going to do a digital uh, video meeting with my doctor next week because I can't get into his, his office. But it means I can follow up with uh, a medical condition and, and people are able to constantly make those improvements and use the tech to live better. So I think in some ways these, it's very enriching for people. There's uh, the miracle of what's happening out there is, is, is you know, in some ways there they have the first 3d printed house now that got built and uh you know the idea that you can use these you know new assets and new resources to live better i mean a lot of it's pressure on our civic life to catch up you know the the technology's doing just fine it's our ability to use it in ways that improve our lives and bring us together and help us be a a, a successful you know people uh that's the hard part during the pandemic an aarp study revealed that technology use among older adults has become more important than ever before. 70% are using video chats, higher email use, 24% order groceries, 53% for financial transactions, and 44% for health and fitness information. Senior Planet has focused its areas of assistance to older adults with health and wellness, financial security, social engagement, advocacy, and creative expression, all accessible through the center at Lari. Those ways that if you don't own a computer, you don't own a tablet, uh, you can go to one of your locations that you've opened in Denver called Senior Planet, and you can probably do some of those things there as well as learn about some of the new technologies, how they operate, and get yourself some hands-on training. That's right. Senior Planet is a, is an asset there in in Denver. We're out at the Lowry Air Force Base. Uh, we teach classes uh, during the day, nine to five. Uh, free programs for older people. Anybody over the age of fifty can come in and take free classes, and also use the space. It's got state of the art technology, a Mac lab. It's got PCs. It's got projectors. Anything that a person might want to do there, or even just come with an iPad and hang out on the couch and drink the free coffee. Um, it's a it's a community environment, almost like a club related to technology and and aging. So it's uh, we have a real open um, open door policy to get people uh, come in and, and use it in ways that uh, they think are helpful for their lives. And um, we also teach a lot of uh, free training online at seniorplanet.org. Every single day we have new classes that are coming out on uh, health and fitness and financial security and programs like that. And also stuff as simple as how to do Zoom calls and things that people need a little help with. So uh, it's, it's a good resource. What's it going to cost them? <laughs> Senior Planet doesn't charge for our program, so it's always free. It's always free. Anybody can show up at the door and do it then. Uh, that is correct. Free, and it's free. You don't have to be a local resident. If your dad's visiting from, uh, you know, Nairobi, he can come in and take the class. So you're going to card people at the door to make sure that nobody under 40 shows up to uh, try, try, under 50 shows up to try to use it. People talk about ageism. You know, we have this kind of you know, problem in our society where people, you know, feel badly about aging for all sorts of unnecessary and, and uh, unreasonable reasons. And for the most part, you know, you get this, uh, this kind of steady drumbeat about, you know, oh, I should, I'm going to be 65 and I'm going to lose my memory. The reality is people are living really well as we get older. And one of the things I love about Senior Planet, because we give everything away for free, is it gives you something to look forward to as you age. You know, we've got 45-year-olds coming in saying like, oh, I'd like to take the class and you know, they try to sneak in and try to act older, <laughs> which is the opposite. Everybody's trying to fake and want to be younger. But for Senior Planet, we want to. We really think that focusing on the 50-plus crew is is a chance for us to um, to really have a, a, a kind of a, a mission and and help people improve.
improve their lives in a distinctive way. And older people have different patterns of living that they're, uh, they can come in and really um, take advantage of the programming that we have. So uh, it's been going pretty well. One of the things that you're building on is like the Denver Public Library. They have computer centers at all of the libraries, but they don't do the types of expansion and training you do. You can use a computer there, but the kinds of things that will be available at Senior Planet builds upon that foundation and will take uh, older adults in Denver to the next level. That's right. We, we just finished a study that shows if people take a course to use technology instead of just get in the computer but they actually take a class with it they're three times more likely to make a friend after they finish that course within the first six months than if they hadn't before three times more likely to make a new friend and that's a statistically significant improvement for older people you know we've got to find ways to build our social networks a little bit more there's certain you know ways to take care of yourself as you get older that you have to spend more attention to taking technology programming from senior planet allows people to get really high-quality training that, that is really an essential element to making the most of these technology tools. Are we going to get to a place where technology utilization won't be termed as something younger adults do and older adults do? It's just going to be a, a utility that we all need and use the same way we come home and turn on the lights and even those who use either a cell phone or still a landline. And nobody says, oh, well, how old are you using a landline? They just say, oh, I got a telephone. That's about it. I think we're getting to the point where um, the gap has closed a lot for some of these uh, the disparities in terms of utilization. But what I think we're also finding is that um, there's always new tech that's being introduced into the market. And as long as we have an age-segregated society, which we do in so many ways, um, the opportunity to learn about some of these new uh, innovations is is often slowed down or impeded for the older population. And so now that pretty much everybody you know knows how to use a smartphone, for example, that's almost 100, it's over 90% utilization. Um, but not everybody understands, you know, virtual reality headsets or something, you know, a little bit more avant-garde. Those, there's, older adults tend to be on the, the, the tail end of the adoption curve when you study it. And I think that will continue to be the case for some time until we solve the ageism problem, which is driving it. Dr. Thomas Camber, founder and executive director of Senior Planet Laurie with AARP. We do thank him for his time for this edition. You can connect with them in person at Laurie or by calling them at 720-328-0875. That's old technology. But new technology, you can do it online at seniorplanet.org. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Get yourself vaccinated for your health and your family's safety. And we do appreciate you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.